Texas Instruments coming out this afternoon along with the rest of our earnings shortly. Analyst from Jeffrey says that investors should be wary of potential peak semiconductor cycle. Don't think our next guest Burns McKinney is too worried about that. Managing Director and Senior Portfolio Manager at NFJ Investment Group. Burns, welcome back. Give me the bull case for Texas here at the highs. Well, I think right now there's a great opportunity to take advantage of the fact that Texas Instruments has had a bit of a pullback today. There was an analyst report come out that suggests that you know, they may lower their guidance. But for you know, longer-term investors, there's some great opportunity here. You're looking at a stock that you know, it's trading at a discount to its chip peers. You can get to TXN at about 24 times earnings. A lot of the comparables are, are closer to 30 times earnings. You have uh, one of the better dividend yields in, in tech. You've got a uh, a two plus percent dividend yield. They hiked that dividend by 13% last year, and they've been great about returning capital to shareholders. Uh, you've got a name with a great track record of, of growing free cash flow at double digit rates per year for going over a decade, one of the better balance sheets. And they really actually benefit. I think one of the really the key stories, if you look at the fundamentals under the hood, they benefit from a lot of the, the best trends within the tech space, uh, namely, uh, TXN is the number one player in analog chips. These are the chips that you embed in everyday devices, and they collect data from those devices, or, and then or they co collect data from those devices and then convert it to di digital form. This is really, you know, really puts them at the forefront of uh, the explosion of the Internet of Things play. And you know, you've also got a name again. They, they've got one of the better balance sheets in the industry, and. Uh, you know, on, on top of everything else, they own a lot of their, their front-end manufacturing, which really allows them in a world where inflationary pressures and margin pressures have been hitting uh, companies across the board, it gives them a better opportunity to control their costs. So there's a lot to like in Texas Instruments today. That last part there, a really important one. One of the things that stands out to me too is that among the chip makers that are at records, there's not a lot of analyst love for this. It's actually quite split. I mean, there's about 30 that cover it and only half say to buy, six say sell, bunch say hold. You don't really get that for the winners in this group. You might get that in like a Micron or uh, one of the others that have been under pressure, but this seems to have avoided the same fate of some of those more cyclical themes. Uh, how confident are you that they won't give us some surprise on that supply chain issue? They won't go, hey, you know what? But turns out there's a lot of complications here that hit us too. Yeah, I, th I, I can't say that there's not a chance that they are going to, in fact, have, have a lower guidance. And, you know, you have companies across the board that are facing a lot of supply chain issues. And, you know, if that's the case, then if the stock dips down today and it has dipped down um, a little bit earlier um, this morning, it really does offer a, a good opportunity to a good entry point for longer term. Uh, longer-term investors again, and you know we actually like what you know to hear as you were citing that you know there's not as much optimism already priced in. You don't have the sell side already behind this, and so you know the contrarian in me says if you say there's 30 analysts and they all love it, well there's no one remaining to to upgrade the stock, and so you know there is room for upside over the long term for that reason as well. Birds, if things do go south for whatever reason, or they do give a cautionary guidance, how does that affect your approach in the stock longer term? I ask that because I'm thinking back in 2018 when this chip cycle does seem to turn, again, to reference the Jeffries analyst that we might be at a moment like that, it can be a long slog. Yeah, with the chips, you always have to, to, to be cognizant of that. But, you know, one of the things that TX has done a great job of, they've They've really reduced their cyclicality a little bit. They, they've, 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 they've kind of reduced the, the the highs and lows of their earnings cycle in recent mm -hmm. years, um, which allows them to at least 
you know, for longer term investors take advantage. Uh, it's something that, you know, you're always gonna have to face the chip cycle, but in Texas Instruments, you really have a premier, a best of the best player, the number one player in analog chips. And so, you know, they you know, achieve a, a scalability that, that most of their competitors just can't seem to match. Okay. Uh, Burns, uh, like the uh, take here ahead of the report, we'll keep it short and sweet today as we're getting ready for the number to come out. Thanks for joining us for the preview. Appreciate it. Always good to get your take. Always. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure talking about it. Absolutely. Thank you. Burns McKinney, Managing Director and Senior Portfolio Manager at NFJ Investment Group.